such a treat. Thank you so much for coming. Um, I know everyone has a million things to do, Erev Yontev, Erev Yom Kippur, but I, uh, we haven't learned together in this home for so long, and I wanted to make sure we took the opportunity, we took advantage of the night before Yontev to uh, open our hearts in ways that will make us one with the holiest day of the year, which is tomorrow night, which is the 10th of Tishrei, Yom, Yom Kippurim. And I want to dedicate the Shir Le'ilui Nishmas Nachum Shimon Ben Yitzchak Aryeh, as well as Chayaz Zei as well. His name? Binyam Ben Shmuel. Le'ilui Nishmasam. Yeah. Um, I never bought you for a question. Well, this is really important. Um, Dov Yechiel Ben Miro Batya. It's my Ben Bayek. He's in the hospital. He's got to stay there and eat over Yom Kippur. Refor Shleim. Refor Shleim. I've been here. I mean, I hope you never bother me for these things. Bezrat Hashem, there for these things. I'm just warning everyone. There's so much inside. I don't know how it's going to come out or what's going to come out or whatever it is. But I hope that somehow we end up <coughs> we end up somewhere safe by the end of this year. <laughs> and especially with the t- the title that we have for tonight, which is a very very deep and problematic concept, which is. Is there bichlal a need to forgive Hakadosh Baruch Hu? Now, in some world, in some circles, that that title itself is kfirad. It's it's filled with heresy. That that title. I would say that if we were non-humans and robots, that would be a kfiradic title. If we weren't human beings interacting with the way that Hashem created us, then that title really is kfira. If an angel asks that question. Do I have to forgive God? That's kfira for an angel. But for a human being who was born in the 20th century, I, I is anyone here born in the 21st century? Could be, no? <laughs> Sounds, I know. <laughs> but for us born in the 20th we're not so far. Um, for us born in the 20th century, in the world that, we're born in, that we were raised in and born into, that question is somehow a very real question. It's a very, very real question. Is there a need? This is all about mechila, right? It's all about forgiveness, and these days are all days of mechila. And as much as um, we would like to say, we're completely shalem with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. It is never that easy for the human heart to come before God after witnessing certain things that we've witnessed in our own personal lives, biflat, and definitely bichlal, it is a very difficult thing to be able to let go of anything that we have with the Ribbon Ashtayim, that all year long we're, we're, we're nervous to mention. We don't talk about these things. But comes Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur is a different day. And like we've been learning, our Chavah, for the past month, Yom Kippur, the day itself of Yom Kippur, the point of it has very little to do with whether you feel forgiven or not. That's kindergarten. Or, that's Elul. Right? That's Elul. But Yom Kippur itself, like we were learning by the Torahs of Rav Kook, the end of it, he says that, is, uh, is a Yidla able to say, I love you, to Hashem? When you say, Shema Yisra Baruch Shem Kod Malchusa, Hashem Elokim, at the end of Ne'ilah, can you say, I love you? Like, the, I think it was the original, the Skelena Rabbi, I forget which one said that, that Ne'ilah is called Ne'ilah, not because the gates are being locked from you. 
It's because you have the opportunity to lock yourself in the chamber with Hashem. That's what Neila is. How are you going to lock yourself in the chamber unless you're feeling intimate and in love? Why would you want to do that? So the end of Yom Kippur, the point is, this is, it's much, much bigger than a checklist if you were forgiven or not. It's more as their love. And we all know that in order to really feel love, there has to be total trust. But in order for there to be trust, there has to be forgiveness. That's true with every relationship. But specifically, that's true with the way that we are with the Yerun Hashleinam. So it makes this day even that more complicated. Because you thought, okay, this year I'm just going to make sure that I feel holy. And now it's like, wait a second, I have to feel trust, intimacy, and in love also? And I have to forgive Hashem for something that I might be holding on? And I know that the, even when you hear these words, to forgive Hashem, it's still very hard, especially for us FFBs, it's very hard for us to hear those words, to forgive HaKadosh. What does that even mean, to forgive the Yavonah but you don't think that God, when He created us, He knew that we'd be holding certain things in our hearts kind of against Him? Why did you create me like this? Why do I have to see what I have to see? Why do my children have to experience humanity the way that they're experiencing it? Those aren't shyness. No one had those shyness. We just accept them. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. There's a very famous Hasidish tale. When you say it's famous, it means there's at least three versions. So the, the one that is most common is the one where Rebbe Levitzak Bidichever one year goes to the Umar to call Nidre night. He's about to start davening call Nidre. And he, the words aren't coming out. And there's a very, very long, I wouldn't even say pause, there's almost like a long just nothingness going on in the shul in Berdichev. And it's really, it's amazing. We've been saying, we've been learning so much from Rebbe Yitzchak this year. His Yorzeh, we should do something for his Yorzeh. It's Chafei Tishrei. We really should do something for him. Rebbe Yitzchak's not starting Kol Nidre. Until finally, some schlepper walks in about 30 minutes later. Rebbe Yitzchak sees that he walked in. No one knew who this guy was. And then he starts, Ahayom. And they go through a very, very deep yontav davening. So after the davening, as this guy is about to make his way out, the Hasidim, they're like, whoa, not so fast. Where do you think you're going? He's like, what do you want? Where do you think you're going? He's like, I'm going home. He's like, who are you? He didn't want to say who he was. They finally got out of him. He's like, I think his name was David Hachayat, the, 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 the tailor. And they said to him, what's your... What's your story? What's your connection here? What, what do you, where, why'd you come to Afghan now? And why did Rebbe wait for you until you came in? He waited for me until I came in to Shul? Yeah. It's like, oh my God. He said, well, okay, I'll tell you guys really fast. Um, this morning, I woke up, and after davening, I was just a little bit tired, and I had what's called, a, they call it a mara, tipa mara, which means some heavy heavy alcohol, and it knocked me out the whole day, and I woke up with three minutes before the fast came in. I didn't have time to do Sudam of Sekas, so all I had time was to drink some some uh, Yain Shecha, some, uh, some, uh, or beer, huh? Yeah, a bit more. All I had time was to make a Lachaim, 
because I wasn't. It's not, I'm not going to. The fast was coming in. All I had in front of me was a bit more, more of lachaim. Lachaim. So, what I did was, I don't know what was wrong with me. I guess I was a little bit still, so from the morning. I took the glass and I said lachaim ribonashleilam. Lachaim, going into Yom Kippur. Let's make a deal. Everyone knows this story. Let's make the deal. Ribon Shleilam, please, please, Michael, me. You know why? Because I'm Ochel, you. I'm Ochel, you for the almanas, for the widows that became widows this year. I'm Ochel, you for all the illnesses that people had to go through this year. I'm Ochel, you for all the sudden deaths that took place this past year that no one can understand and that have caused such a tremendous amount of pain. I'm Ochel, you for all that. I mochel you for it, you mochel me for my stuff. L'chaim. And the Hasidim didn't have to ask any more questions after that. That's what Rebbe Yitzhak Berdichur was waiting for. Now, when you and I go to that place, okay, it gets very dangerous. It gets very spooky. And that's why as we're preparing this year, I kind of changed gears a little bit, but not too much. In the same note of that Yom Kippur is so much more than just continuing to say I'm sorry to God. Something much, much, much greater is taking place. In Chazal it says, in the Pesukim it says, Yomim yutzaro velo echad mehem. Out of all the days of the year, there's one day that's designated for Hashem. Yom Kippur is called God Day, the God's Day. It's God's Day. Yom Kippur is called God's Day. There's one day a year where it's really about Hashem. And when we change the focus of Yom Kippur being about us and more about Hashem, we'll also connect ourselves to another change of focus that we did a few months ago. That the Churban Abayis, when we changed it from being about Nebuch Us, Oy Mahayalanu, and we changed it to what? Ribbonu Shleilam. What you once had, what you had, and instead of crying over us being homeless, and we managed to cry over Hashem being homeless, without a Beis Hamikdash, and we do that with Yom Kippur as well, that it's less about us and it's more about the Ribbonu Shleilam. Yom Kippur takes on wings of its own that you can't imagine, because each of us know we've said this during Tishim of times, the way we see our Father's emotions, what it does to us really, really, really gets us to the core. Like we said many times over Tisha B'Av, if you've ever seen your father cry, it's a very heavy, heavy visual. It's something that sticks with you forever. If you ever saw one of your parents crying, it's a very heavy thing to see. Very, very heavy thing to see. Well, with Yom Kippur, what we're going to be doing right now is we're changing focus tonight. We're changing gears. Now, this is a shear that some of us in the room, maybe two people, learned part of this last year in Yerushalayim, and it was a shir that I remember begging myself, begging Hashem that I would never have to give over again. <coughs> but because of yesterday, and Yom Kippur being tomorrow, it's unfortunately the same, same story. Because there's a big, big magefa in the world, there's a machala. It's called machalas, machalas bechiras hashichacha, choosing what you want to forget, subconsciously. 
in the streets of Yerushalayim, a 29-year-old tzaddik who was married four months ago was gunned down in the streets of Yerushalayim. And a 60-year-old flower of a woman, if you saw it, she looks like, this woman who worked in the Knesset for many years was gunned down as well in the streets of Yerushalayim. And life went on so fast, it's sick. But what went on so fast? What's the problem when life goes on so fast, like it did yesterday, and like it does today? And that's what we're going to see Yom Kippur is really all about, when it becomes God's name, God's day. So I have here a very short text, which is it's one of the most powerful chutzpah texts I have ever seen in any sefer. Now, sometimes you'll, you know, if I say to you, oh, it's a powerful text, it's a chutzpah text from a chassidish sefer, so who would you think this is probably from, if you had to guess? <laughs> right, more or less. Or who else might you Kotsk. think? Huh? Kotsk, definitely Kotsk. Who else might you think it might be from? Another name? Even Reb Nachman, you could say. Yeah, even Reb Nachman, you could say. Um, it's definitely not from who we're learning from. It's definitely not. It happens to be my favorite name of a sefer, Tiferet Shlomo. Right? <laughs> the Radomsky Rebbe. The Kohen Reb Shlomo Rabinowitz, the Kohen of Radomsk. So if you could pass these around we're going to be seeing something that's going to shift the whole way we view Yom Kippur. I think some of us, I know actually, there, I don't think, I doubt there's enough, so we might need to share. If we're not taking, we'll see. And I'm asking everyone, please, please, if, if a phone is on, um, just please turn it off or put it on vibrate because I really don't want us to lose the momentum of this short and powerful teaching. The Radomsky Rebbe's Torahs are not necessarily these crazy chutzpah Torahs. That's why it's shocking. I remember last year I turned to Ellie Stone before, right before Kol Nidre, and I showed him this, and he looked at me like, like he mama saw a ghost, this piece. So I'm not hyping this too much. This is really freaky. This is really, really out there. Did it reach the back? Yeah. Is it on? That's it for now. I'm sorry. Okay, let's look inside. The Tiferet Shlomo, the Radomsky Rebbe, says like this. This is what he said. This is what he said by Kol Nidri. You know, it's funny, I just want to say one more thing. On the way over here, a friend of mine called me, and he starts telling me, it's like, I, 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 he said to me, you know, it's such a... It's so interesting, it's such a peaceful night before Yom Kippur, everything feels so calm, everything seems so peaceful. Saying, are you crazy? You, you and I live in different galaxies, like the last thing I feel is calm right now. Um, but I hope it's not because I'm, too, I'm, uh, I'm worried about my own cheshbon. I hope, I hope it's because of this piece. I hope that the nerves are because of this piece, and not because I only care that if I make it out, uh, and, and no one else makes it. Just that about me, 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 me. So look at this piece. 
בעניין התפילה זו, כל נדרי, ביום האדיר והקדוש הזה, on this mighty and holy day, אשר קודם לכל התפילות בזה היום, before all the five תפילות that we daven on Yom Kippur, מערב, שחרס, מוסף, מנחה, and נעילה, before you start any of those תפילות, what do you do? אנו מתחילים תפילות כל נדרי. Now, did I, I, I've always thought about this. For years I've thought about this. Why is it? I don't know what it is. I always feel like it was overhyped. Kol Nidre. I don't know. It's like, I don't know how many Nidarnim I've, I don't know how many times I made a Nidre during this year. And if I did take on something, I'm, you know, I'm very from, I say Bline there, right? <laughs> so what, I don't understand this, this crazy obsession with Nedarim and starting Yom Kippur, which is the holiest day of the year, and, so, and Yom Kippur is all about tefillah and davening. I started with Kol Nidre, and it's amazing. Yom Kippur, what's Yom Kippur? When you say Yom Kippur, it's always Kol Nidre. Kol Nidre, you know when Kol Nidre was added on to the, to the, to the davening? You think Kol Nidre was instituted back when the Mapitam? <laughs> About three, I think maybe four, four hundred years ago. Yeah, four, four or five hundred years ago. However, what? Kol Nidre. That's Yom Kippur, Kol Nidre. So if those of you who remember, I'm not testing to see who bought, any, who bought an album, but a few years ago I had one pshat in, in Australia about this. And I, I felt that this is maybe the strongest, then I thought it was the strongest, and it's still, I think, very strong. And I heard it from the, I learned it through Reb Shlomo that I start Kol Nidre, I start, I start the whole Indian of Yom Kippur telling God, yeah, I took on a lot this year, and I probably didn't come close to keeping all which I took. And I can't say that I followed through with any of my commitments that when I left shul last year, Yom Kippur, I knew this was the year. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to keep this, I'm going to be holy here. That's never going to happen ever again. And then I come the following year and I'm saying, who am I kidding, right? Come on, F on me. Where am I? But, Rip Shlomo said, there's one thing that I did keep. And I connect myself to the neder of who? Yaakov Avinu. Because Yaakov Avinu does a neder in Parashat Vayetzeh. And he says, If God, you'll be with me. Then what's part of the nether that he says? I'll do a miser. I'll give miser, right? But he ends off, and he says, Rib Shlomo's taich was, he ends off the nether differently. He says, My nether is, I'm going to return in peace to my father's house. Not you better return me to my father's house in peace. But that's my nether. I'll be back. And that's really what we're saying as we enter Kol Nidre. That's why Kol Nidre is so important. Because let's not fool God, let's not fool each other. Last year when we left Tfilas Ni'ila, we swore we would never say Lashin Hara to anyone, about anyone ever again. Remember that last Ve'al Chet? Mincha? Ve'al Chet Shechatana Falecha Be'lashin Hara? You wouldn't even dream of it. But by Yudbe's Tishrei already, that, 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 that feeling kind of wears off. But Rav Shlomo says, there's one thing that I did keep, whether I kept it all or kept nothing. One thing, Hashem, if I'm in shul, you know what that means? I'm back. I, at least I'm back. That's, that's the only thing I could say to you, Hashem, I'm back. That was one shot, but what he's going to do here completely messes with what we just said right now in the deepest depths. So... 
He's saying, what is it about Kol? You begin Yom Kippur, Dafka with Kol Midre. Achine Yadua, it's known, Kimiyom Shecharav Beit HaMikdash Vegalinu Me'artzenu from the day that the Beit HaMikdash was destroyed and we were exiled from our land. Hashchina HaKadosha Gam Ken Imanu Begalut. The Shechina itself is with us in Galus. What does that mean that the Shechina is in Galus? We always refer to that as a very sad thing. The Shechina of Hashem is in Galut. What does that mean that the Shechina is in Galut? It means that's what's keeping us alive. If the Shechina wasn't in Galut, who's in Galut? We're in Galut. Mechila to all the hardcore Zionists right now that'll say it's, it's Shekhar what I'm saying, but... Till Mashiach comes, we're in Galut. You understand that? He says, the Shekhinah itself is in Galus. <coughs> but the Shekhinah, being in Galut, has kept you and I alive for all these years. Do you understand? So he says like this, since the Beis Hamidosh was destroyed, and we were exiled from our lands, our land, the Holy Shekhinah is also with us in Galut. This is what it says in Yirmiyahu, Vehu asur bezikim betoch girgalut Yerushalayim. He is um, asur bezikim. He is uh, handcuffed. He's handcuffed inside the galus of Yerushalayim. What is that alluding to? Lirmos ala shechina hakdasha. You know, someone once said a beautiful pshat. It's a woman's woman's Torah. I'm sure, the woman will really appreciate this. That as much as we try to empower women, and, and it's like because the shechina is in galus, that means the shechina, the feminine energy. We don't, as much as we try to give women cover, it doesn't seem like we really understand what to do with it. We, we don't, we're not really, we haven't really figured it out yet. That's one way of understanding the Shekhinah is in Galus. But the Shekhinah, what does that mean, the Shekhinah is in Galus? God's way of telling us, I love you, is in Galut. You have to understand something. This holiday of, of Yom Kippur is nothing compared to what Yom Kippur was in the time of the Beis HaMikdash, for one main reason. A Jew left Yom Kippur in the time of the Beis HaMikdash with zero doubt as to if he was forgiven or not. How did we know that? Because the whole, the whole Mishnayas and Yom are explaining to us about Chut HaSikra, about, about that, that, that um, sorry? All the things which would change Colors alluding to, yes, you were forgiven. And the Sa'ir Amishtaleach, the Sa'ir Azazel, which we spoke about two years ago, that was chucked off that goat, that was chucked off the mountain. There were all these things that we knew we did it, and therefore we were forgiven. And we were saw, the Kohen Gadol came out of the Kodesh Kodashim. We knew we were forgiven. A Jew living in the time of the Mesa Mignash, his experience of Yom Kippur, which really means his experience of knowing that God believes in him, didn't have sfekas, didn't have doubts. You know what it means that the shechinas and galus? That our concept of how much Hashem believes in us and forgives us is filled with doubts. That's what it means. The shechinas with us in galut. The shechinas in a state of exile. I still feel close to Hashem. There's shechina. It's with me. But where am I? I'm in galus. Where's the shechina? It's with me. It's in Gauls. That's why Yom Kippur is the most... One year I had the chutzpah. I remember I was in Malay Dumim for Yom Kippur. And I really wanted to connect so badly to the Kohen Gadol. For real, his avoda. And I, 
I guess that, I don't think anyone was here, and I don't think anyone's going to listen from that chavra, but I like, really didn't care how high the nigunim were. I wanted to say that I, that I actually felt a little bit of the Kohen Gadol, what, he was, what was going on with him in the Avoda. This is like seven, eight years ago. So I dove I in out of those machzors of, of Machon HaMikdash. You ever see those machzorim of Machon HaMikdash? Highly recommended to everyone. You want to experience Yom Kippur? Mechila from Art Scroll and all the other chavr that are writing beautiful pirushim. But if you really want to experience to the extent that you're able to what the Kohen Gadol was all about, when you see it right in front of you, all the avodah, the Kohen Gadol Yom Kippurim, changes your whole Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur is all about Musaf of the, of the Kohen Gadol's avodah in the Beis HaMikdash. But again, Shechina is in Galus means that the way God tells me He loves me and that I'm forgiven, that concept is in Galus too. You know what? I bet you if we grabbed the Yid right now from the time of the Beis HaMikdash experiencing Yom Kippur and we told him, you know that for thousands of years we're going exp- to go through Yom Kippur's without a Beis HaMikdash? He'd crack up in your face. He said, that's impossible. We'd say, why? He said, what do you mean? How would you know if the love is there? How would you know if the forgiveness is there? If it's not right in front of you, proven to you. You can't last. And yet look at us. Thousands of years are going by. And we're going through year after year with the Shechina in Galus and somehow still holding on because our hearts and our, our emuna is mamish on the level of Da'at that we know on the level of emuna, We know that what? Everything that we experience in the base of Mikdash is re- being reenacted every single year. But it's still in a state of Galut. Now look at the next line. And I'm sorry about that typo. It should just be one lamed. V'tachlit kol kavanotenu b'tfilotenu tzarich lasum lev ala shechina shetivashea bimhera. The purpose of all the kavanas in our davenings is that what? We should put a heart to the fact that the shechina should be redeemed soon. Umimela, and when the shechina is redeemed, gamanachnu nivashea b'chol atov. When God shechina v'tachazena ineinu you know it's amazing. We don't say Our eyes should see us going back to Zion. We don't say that. What do we say? You. When we see your Shechina going back to the Makum HaMikdash, that means we're right there. Whoever saw a picture of that animal's house yesterday in Yerushalayim with a poster the size of a massive building of that ugly animal's face who killed two Yidin yesterday in the streets of Yerushalayim, you can't cry enough tears over the Shechina being in Galas. Whoever came to our shul on Motzei Shabbos and heard from people Sadiqim Gemurim, who live out of choice and out of not so much choice in a state of absolute bittle, because nothing else makes sense, can't make you shed enough tears about the Shechina still being in Galas. 
telling you, it's worth going to Ulpan for 15 years just to be able to have understanding, to be able to understand what the Father said on Motzei Shabbos. The truth is, we should we should really translate his whole his whole geschäft. So if you Yom Kippur, if, if all our davening is all about making sure the Shechina gets out of Golos, Al-Kain, look at the next line, therefore, Kodem hat kol ha-tfilot shal Yom HaKadosh the beginning of all the davening, we're going to be davening so much, but the beginning of it, Anu matchilim kol nidre, we say kol nidre, all the nedarim, and we end up, we say, Ve'esarana la-asare, those things that are asr, we made asr to us, are not asr to us, what are we really saying? The Radomska says, this is mind-blowing. That the Shechina should go back speedily to its place. And there shouldn't be any more this dividing screen which was caused by our Averas. And the Shechina should stop being held in captivity with us, amongst us. The Radomsky Rebbe is saying we're davening that the Shechina should stop being in Galus, in the state of Galus, with us. Ma Kesher. What does this have to do with Kol Nidre? How are we saying to Hashem that the Shechina should stop being in Galus with us, redeem it from its Galus through Kol Nidre? Ma Kesher. So look what he does in this next line. I've never seen this anywhere. Ushvuasana la shavuos. What does that mean? In the Machzor, when we say that, Ushvuasana la shavuos. What does that mean? Ushvuatana, the shvuot, our shvuot, our swearings, those things we swore upon, la shavuos, we're nullifying it. They're not really swears. We, they don't, they don't, they're not considered to be anymore swearings. What swearings are we talking about? Look what the Radam Skerebi says. Al derech de'ita b'gemara. It's a gemara in Tainis. Nishba ha-kadash baruchu shelo yavoli rushalayim shel mala ad shetivnei rushalayim shel mata. There's a whole sugi in the gemara. It's brought down in Baba Metziah. And then it's brought down again in Tainis. Look what he does here. It's talking about a bait ve'aliyaba. That you can't put an aliyah on top of a bait if there's no bait. You cannot put a, a uh, how would you say an aliyah? An attic. An attic, yeah, an attic. What are you putting an attic on if there's no house? So it says that Hashem swore. Nishba Kadesh Baruch says, God swore, I will not place the attic until what? The house is built. Meaning I won't bring the Shekhinah back to Yerushalayim Shalmala, until what? Until the house is built down here. Now, what does that mean? Until the house is built down here. What do you think that means? Until we get our acts together. God swore. Nishba Kadesh Baruch What he's going to say over here is crazy. Ushvuasana, the swearing, Ribbona Shleilam, that you did on our behalf, that you're going to keep the Shechina in Galus with us, we're nullifying your Shvua Hashem. Kol Nidre, just like the rest of Yom Kippur, is about God. Ushvuasana la Shvuas, he's saying over here, this has to do with whose Shvua? Nishba Kadash Baruchu. 
God's Shvua. Do you know how insanely neurotic you have to be to believe a Torah like this? That a Yid comes to Shul Yom Kippur night and he begins Kol Nidre, not just saying, my words are not, I'm nullifying my words, but I, what happens to me? For 40 days I'm crying to you, bringing down Yud Gimel Midos Rathmim, bringing down the 13 attributes of mercy, so that what? So that my life could be the same? So that I could be a Jew that really cares about God's covered. Because God's covered is still in the garbage in the streets of Yerushalayim. If we can continue living today the way it was, when a guy that got married four months ago, a Gibor Yisrael, who stopped the terrorist last year, was just gunned down, 29 years old. Now these examples, unfortunately, it's been another year, especially us Chavre here, and those of you that don't really understand where you're sitting now, because some of you are visitors, but the Ishmaeli animal that came to this community three weeks ago? To this street. To this street, behind this wall. It's behind this wall. Shechinas and Gavas. Hashem, you swore that you're not going to build again the Aliyah until the Bayit's ready? We're trying so hard. We're trying so hard. But how many more Yidin have to be killed until the Bayit's ready for the Aliyah to go on top of it? It's right behind this wall. I didn't even think about it till this second. Right here. Like it says in the Gemara, Nishba Kadesh Baruch God swore, we're nullifying Hashem's Shavuah, the Adam Skrib is saying. And we are his holy Yidlach, we are his Kinderlach, we are his children. No matter how low we've sunk, Reb Nachman has been the Rebbe of this last generation, just so that we could still consider ourselves Banim Lifnei Hamakam. When we see through all our avonot, we're still not getting it. We keep on taking on more Torah classes and doing more mitzvahs, but somehow we're still missing the point to a certain extent. The concept of exile is still taking place. And the Shekhinah is still with us in Galus. Anu mitpalelim she ha-Shekhinah ha-Kedoshah mehera tashuv limkoma velo tehel ma'asar od. We're praying in Kol Nidre. When we nullify Hashem's Shvua, we're not saying, redeem us. It's about us. We need to be redeemed. We're saying, your covet needs to be redeemed. If you have to choose one pasuk, one tefillah to meditate on, like it's no one's business during Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, what should it be? Uvechein, tein, covered Hashem lamecha. Hashem, you're covered. Where is it? Where is it? Look at this world. Most of us are from a country 
is this disgraceful right now. What was once such a beacon of light and refuge for so many Jewish people and for so many people in humanity, it's, a, it's not, you, you can't even laugh anymore about what's going on in the country that most of us were born in. You can't even laugh about it. The whole thing, every angle, every angle, covered Hashem in the world? Covered Hashem in the world? That's what Yom Kippur is about. What, is, what does that mean? So we're not saying we're nullifying your Shavuah Hashem because we want to be saved. It's not even about us anymore. It's about you. It's about your covered. The eye manifests through us. Mimela, that's what's going to happen. But I'm not asking you on Yom Kippur anymore. Redeem the world because I'm so holy. You see what it is? The process of the purification that I go through of tshuva is to get to a place that I don't care anymore about my kavod. It's a, it, I become a person who is truly concerned with the kavod of Hashem. That's the mikvah of Elul. That's the 40 days. That's the Kabbalah Satora that Moshe Rabbeinu brought down on that third pilgrimage up to Mount Sinai. That I come down and I say, I really care about you, Hashem. I really care about you. I'm nullifying your shvua because I care about you. Not because I'm trying to get into the Mashiach light. I'm saying, Mashiach, Alavai should come today and Alavai for me. But I'm nullifying your decree, Hashem, your shvua, because it's disgusting to see that people who were created in your godly divine image have schlepped your divine image into the toilet. It's sickening. It's sickening that so many people in this region take a knife and, in the, and say your name as they insert it into the bodies of people. I'm nullifying your With all the holy chutzpah that that entails, I, I, it cannot be anymore that the words Allah, Hashem, have anything to do with what it's been ha- having to do with. Can't be. Shechina's and Gullahs. And look at the bottom here. Even though from all of our avonot, the Radomsk Rebbe is writing this 200 years ago. The Kayan, the Shlomo Akayan of Radomsk, saying even though from all of our avonos we're still not ready for the Geula Shlema because look at us today. We'd love to believe that the way we are right now is ready to contain the light of the Geula. We would love to believe that. We would love to believe that. Al kol panim, nonetheless, lama tehehi imanu begalus. Why should the Shekhinah still be with us in Galus? It's your covered. Why should your name still be schlepped and stomped on? Ve'af shenishba shemit barach. And even though God swore, shelo yavol Yerushalayim shelmala, that he won't come to the higher Yerushalayim, the Messianic Yerushalayim, the Shekhinah being restored back in the Temple, until we all become perfect. That's what he swore. 
הנה אנו מתירים השבוע הזו. This is crazy. ורדומסקי סיין, אנו מתירים את השבוע. We are nullifying this שבוע that you made God. That's, according to the Radomsker, how a Jew welcomes in Yom Kippur. You could choose to look at this and say, ah, this is why there's misnagdim in the world, because of crazy Torahs like this. Or you could choose to say, oh my God, can Yom Kippur please be about you, Hashem, and not just worry, did I make it or did I not make it? ואומרים, ושבועתן על השבועות. That's how we end כל נדרי. היינו השבוע שהוא עבורנו, that שבוע that you made for us, of keeping the שכינה with us in Galus, והשבועות, we're nullifying it. We, השם יסברך, we want to be redeemed, we want משיח, but we can't handle anymore that your name, Hashem, is being smeared with mud every single day. So even, look what he's saying, look, look at the depth of this piece, he's saying here, that a Yid, really what he says, after 40 days of purifying himself, is that he's willing to say, even if it means that I'll continue to suffer, because especially if the Shekhinah now is going to leave where I am in the exile and be restored with you in Shemaim, whatever that means, I'm willing to do that if it means that your name stops being stomped on. Now, when that's the way that I go into Yom Kippur, then all the tefillahs about Malchus and Kavod Hashem, Yim Loch Hashem Le'olam, Elokayach Tzion Dor Vador Aluhiyah, all the davenings which are so universally beautiful, and the tefillahs which just don't stop to mesmerize us, they become about Kavod Hashem. We become Jews who are interested and involved and can't fall asleep at night because it's about Hashem's Kavod and not only about our Kavod. But the Radomsker told us during this piece, he says, We know we'll also be redeemed when Hashem's Shekhinah is redeemed. But it can't be about us anymore. It's about the Kavod of Hashem in this world. You know that concept, I want you to think about how many moments this year it didn't really feel like that. Ah, you'll tell me, what do you mean? It's about looking at the good. Like I once, Mechila, there was a, a very close friend, Chudazal. Say it like this, so you'll have no idea what I'm talking about. I have a bunch of close friends in, in the old city. And on one of their roofs, you could see Harabayit, very, very clearly. Now, for me, as a Kohen, looking there makes me sick. <coughs> Just makes me sick, and that's why I've never been up. And I don't think I'm ever going to go up until Mashiach comes, because I'm nervous that I will probably lose my mind up there. I really do. I really do feel like that. So this person, I said, I can't look at that. I just can't look at the way it is now playing soccer over there. Do you, know, do you know how problematic it is that there's even a tree on Harabayit? A leaf? Do you know that lachas of Malkum HaMikdash? The state it's in? So this person said to me, no, 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 if you have really good eyes, you could really see it. I said, I'm done with that, because that's not going to, that's not going to please my, that answer is not good enough for my children. I'm not raising my children with that, with that answer. 
לא אכפת לי. No, not a chance that I'm going to confuse Tiferet with that answer. No way. I'm confused enough with that answer. I'm going to put it on her. She's already started to ask me. Abba, ma... Lama en Beit Mikdash? So... When it becomes about you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then I don't even care if I'm forgiven or not, because I, I know at least I'm in this world in the right track. At least, I know I'm in, at least I know one thing. At least I know what it's about. What it's about. And remember the title we learned last year, that that word that repeats itself over and over and over and over again throughout the davening, we learned it this year also. What's that word? Lemancha. It's about you. Achaim lemancha. Lemancha elekeinu asei velo lanu. Do it for you. Not for us. Re'ei amidaseinu dalim verekim. Do it for you. Look at the way we're standing. Dalim verekim. We're nothing. Yeah, nothing. Haneshama lach. Ve'aguf palach. Chusa amalach. Hashem. Have Rachmanis on the godly spark that's within you. Okay, so you redeem me. But you know what? Forget about godly sparks. <coughs> your Shechina, your divine presence in this world. We're saying, we're nullifying that Shavua. You have to understand, this is one of the most craziest Torahs ever. <coughs> what he did with Kol Nidre, and how he puts the focus of Yom Kippur exactly in its spot, completely revolutionizes on every single level the tahalich of what a Jew goes through through Yom Kippur. Because now, oh my God, every single word and tefillah changes now. Because I'm not shaking there hoping I show Hashem how much I'm really, really sorry and then at the end I try even extra hard just to make sure that I'm forgiven. Is that Hashem really, really wants to see, do you care that you're forgiven or do you care to hear the words, I love you? And you all know that if you've ever, chas v'shalom, hurt someone and you want their forgiveness, even if they eventually do say, I forgive you, that doesn't do it for you. You want to hear the words, oh man, I forgive you and I love you. Just saying I forgive you, I feel like an... I don't want to say anything in front of the, the Rebetzin of, of teaching us what Mechila is, but you know what I mean? <laughs> Even if someone says, I forgive you, okay, so maybe now on the Cheshbon level, on, a, on the math level, we're putter from, from, from Onish, from a punishment. We want to hear more than that. And the way that we want to hear, we want to hear, we need to hear more than that. And forget about us. Just think about our children, your grandchildren. They need to hear more than that. They need to hear more than just, I forgive you, after Ho'el and Tishrei, they need to hear, oh, I forgive you and I love you and we're one. And we're one means that my covet is restored. That's what we're one means. My covet is restored in the world. And then you realize all the other words, all the words come to life now. All the words. 
But those words, Uvechein tein kavod Hashem lamecha. Hashem, give kavod to your people. Give kavod, make your name great in the world again. Alavai, alavai, alavai. That Yom Kippur should once again be the holiday of the Beis HaMikdash. Remember, even if you could barely relate to a Torah like this, because it really demands of you to really go beyond yourself, that you're not, you're coming to shul to nullify Hashem's shvua. You thought you were coming to shul to just say kol nidre and get a seat by the air conditioning. And now you're saying, I'm coming to shul Yom Kippur night to nullify God's shvua. Just remember, the makar we learned last year, the source for that word uvechein, which we say all the time. We learned it last year, the year before, and three years ago. So everyone I'm sure knows it. I'm just reminding you. Shoshana, who knows it better than you? You're in your machzor. Uvechein, the source, the tour brings down. I saw this year also the Abu Dram brings it down as well. That in Megillah's Esther, it says, Uvechein oval el hamelech asher lochadat. Vechasher avadati avadati. That's the source of all these uvecheins we have in the, in the Mazar. Uvechein means, and now, well, what's the source of it? It's the way that Esther Amalka came before HaMelech. Hashelochadat. She didn't come so religiously. She didn't come as a perfect Yidla, based Yaakov girl that knew exactly how to daven. She didn't come exactly the way that people expected her to talk to God. Like most of us, we've had to figure out our ways on our own. And her, her whole approach was, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But you know one thing I'm going to make sure? I'm going to come to the king. And the question each of us has to ask the night before Yom Kippur is, do I want to come to the king so I could just ask him one more time, please forgive me? Or do I want to come to the king and say to him, Ad Until when is your covered in the garbage? And the answer is obvious. The clearest in the world. Clearest in the world. You want Karbanas again. You're covered. The fragrance coming out of the Kodesh, Kodashim. The Karbanas, the Simcha it brought Am Yisrael. Not Karbanas the way that Ami Chayariel described seeing his daughter stabbed to death in her heart, in bed, as a Karban. Hashem has shown us, Mamish, the absolute opposite of all the things that make His name great. Ushvuasana la I give us a bracha somehow. And Hashem should mochel me if I completely mislearned this whole teaching in here. Because it... Not really a good. This would be a bad one before Yom Kippur, if, but I don't think so. I I, I think it's kind of on. <laughs> I think so. That Hashem Yisbarach should somehow give us enough koach to believe that He just wants us to show up in front of Him and really care about His covered. To be Jews who really care about Hashem's covered in the world, and then Mimela, like the Radomsky says. And then Mimela, Mimela is Mimela. As a matter, like, Mimela. And naturally, the natural result of living a life like this makes me a walking pillar of Hashem's covenant in the world.
ובכן תן כבוד השם לעמך מסיק ותאי ועול דור לשיך ופסחון פה למייחלים לה ושמחה לארצך Instead of so many Shiva houses this year, on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur we sing, we believe if we know how to daven and how to demand your kavod, it'll be a year of simcha le'artzecha. A lot of children having nightmares in this neighborhood because of what happened behind this wall. But a year of Vesasam Le'idecha transformative Yom Kippur and alavai, alavai, alavai we should really get a glimpse of who we become while we dive in for Hashem's covenant in this world and don't doubt that that's the real you just don't doubt it don't doubt that that's the real you it should be a year of not identifying ourselves anymore with that ugly side that we see it should be a year just when you fall in when you see yourself as someone who dives in for Hashem's covenant To just realize that is the real me. And don't doubt it. Don't doubt it. Enough. Gamarnu. Maspik. Enough is enough. Had enough years of the doubting, leaving Yom Kippur. Enough. Then you'll go into the sukkah with such simcha. Speaking of that, I'm just reminding the women that Thursday morning, 10 o'clock, we're going right from Yom Kippur back into Rev Kook's sukkah. Learning about sukkahs Thursday morning, 10 o'clock at our house. Good yantil, everyone. Thank you for coming. Shakayach.